Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm retarded. All right, Friday's upon us. We're uh, all the way through. Time to just coast into the weekend, I say. A good one. For first weekend of fall 2022, that's a nice thing. A little warm for that, but we'll be fine. Feel it in the morning. I got all these people. Nobody understands uh, inviting me to things. Brett, you're even one of them. What? I got a, my my buddy Ben's like, hey, me and the guys are uh, back out on the bikes. They won't ride in the summer. We're heading out to Brown's Ranch. You want to go? When? Saturday. What time? 7.30. Nope. Like, dude, you get up every day at 4. I'm like, yeah, why would I do that on a day off? That's dumb. I go to work every day too, but if you said, "Hey, let's go hang out at your work," on a Saturday, no, on a Saturday, no. I don't. Nothing happens in my life on a Saturday before eleven, unless you're paying me. <laughs> I only wake up if you're paying me. Well, that's why I told you we'll we'll ride in November. That's right. I'm good with all the other weirdos <laughs> no that are out there. And I'm fine with that too. Yeah, Brett always is like, "We're going three uh, thirty in the morning. We're going to drive over." I'm like, "Why? Because it's cooler." I'm like, "It's it's three thirty in the morning. I'd rather sweat out of a nice rest." I think the, the hike should be postponed until the troop is better rested. <laughs> it's a cold flu season. Yeah, I don't get it. So, uh, they, you know, I feel bad because I, w- I would love to ride with those guys, but I'm not getting up at – kids got to get up at 6, drag your ass out of bed at 6, drive all the way to Brown's Ranch, and then exert yourself. You don't realize that I don't exert myself. I get up at 4, but I'm not exerting myself until much later in the day. This isn't hard for me physically, this job. It's not like I get up and start doing jumping jacks. I really think I can get on a bike and ride 22 miles. It's not happening. I need some proper rest and maybe even some LGO to start today. Give me an hour to digest it and walk around the mall a little bit, maybe watch a movie. Then I'll go out, ride bikes when I'm properly awake. You and Josh do it all the time. Oh, yeah. We're going riding South Mountain. What time? 2 a.m. We're going to meet at 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm try to ride the whole thing but, but you know, before the sun comes up. What are we, nocturnal now? or What's going on? But I feel bad because I'd like to, but I just end up riding alone in the middle of the 105 degrees. That's all right. November, it's right around the it's corner. right around we'll the corner. There. It's going to be, and then that's when all the gigantic fat people start clogging up the trails because this is the year. No. 
Summer's over and I gotta get in shape. If you didn't do it in summer, you're not gonna do it now. You could have sweat some of that off a month and a half ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When your mortal enemy is stairs, I don't think the trail is the best (laughs) idea for you. Uh, Brady, your friend, uh, Ryan Upswitch, or whatever his name was, he's over there at the CatCon. Amstutz. Amstutz. That's right. He's at CatCon right now, right? It's making news. Yeah. The CatCon. Yeah, they either left today or leaving today. So, I'd never heard of CatCon. Me either. Before your incredibly uh, closeted friend told us that he was headed over there with the family. Oh, the poor family when he has to reveal in a few years the truth. <laughs> Uh, but when Ryan Ipswich is uh, heading over there, CatCon is the biggest event in the world dedicated to cat and pop culture, comboing the two. You take pop culture, you add a cat, you have CatCon. It's happening in Pasadena, uh, and there is a, a thing that actually might have sold tickets, terrible art of Nicolas Cage and cats. It's an exhibit. <laughs> might have to. Oh, man. It's a huge exhibit there called... Uncaged, the unbearable weight of genius cat art. And if you look up, I mean, it's bad. This is local art at its worst. This is this is bad art. That's a terrible <laughs> yeah, that's pretty painting. Bad. Like that's a like a kid would get a B plus for this in like eighth grade art. That'd be on some refrigerator, right? In <laughs> right. You drew. Oh, you drew ebony with Nicholas Cage for some reason, and ebony is well over a thousand pounds, and Nicholas Cage is in his clutches. He's uh, not there. It's next weekend. Oh, man. So there's another one of Nicolas Cage holding a black cat with a blonde wig on. and Yeah, that's uh, uh, also I, awful. See that wow. down the uh, school hallways. <laughs> right. This is the stuff they that... posted up on the walls. Yeah, this is the kids that, you know, when Sam jumps into him, he says... I'm retarded. And then you've got <laughs> yourself a painter. You just hope he doesn't paint the doors and the, and the couch and stuff. You've got to buy him an easel and some... But this artwork is just awful, but that's it. Uh, now I want to throw one in there, send it over there. Got a week. Yeah. I don't know what this means, but it says, why did you choose Nick Cage? And he said, he's a dream subject with CatCon. He's cult, he's camp, and he's DGAF. I know what the AF part is. but Cats have many of the same characteristics as Nicolas Cage, so why not combine the two and celebrate it on canvas at CatCon? Said guy at CatCon. <laughs> I think CatCon people would be happy with whomever is painted with a cat. I mean, it could be Idi Amin and a cat. And you'd be like, oh, it's a statement on society. And, like, even the hardest shell can still fall in love with a cat. Like, Hitler with cats would be like, well, that's a... They melt the darkest of yeah, hearts. Yeah, exactly. They still had love. A cat, a cat can still... Something that you think is incapable of expressing love still would hug a cat. So I don't think they're ever going to be like, why did we choose? This is a terrible cat con. They're just happy to be in a room of other lonely weirdos whose houses smell like ammonia that, that they can wander around. And oh, cat that's brutal. Con. Yeah. Looking for houses and you walk into the one oh, of the cats. Oh. Well, it's not even cats. A lot of cats. I've discovered it as a cat owner. It's not cats that make your house smell. It's you. You're too cheap to buy sure. the good litter. You're too cheap to clean it properly. You're lazy. Yeah. You're lazy. If you're going to own a cat... You know the process. The, the kitty litter thing is on you. And they're like, oh, they've got cats. I used to think the same thing. Oh, cat owners, you can smell them in the house. Uh-uh. That's you because you won't spend the extra money on the good litter. I don't know, man. Some of those, house I mean, like when it's in every room, 
and it's uh, that's like, that's you. That's that's a process. You because the cat doesn't like his litter box. It's maybe that's right. Like, that's blamed on the cats, but it's actually someone just peeing all over the house. No, no, I'm not saying the oh. people are doing it. I'm saying if the cats are peeing all over the house, you got a litter box they hate. If yeah. they're markers and stuff like that, yeah, you can fix this. Oh, here's the thing. Toledo's printed up the, you know, the guide to CatCon. Five <laughs> things to bring to CatCon if you're going, and one thing to leave behind. Your brains. Number one, cosplay. Bring your cat ears, your accessories, fashion. Kitty cosplay is encouraged. Don't worry if you accidentally leave your ears at home. Many of our exhibitors will hook you up. And here's a freak dressed as a giant cat about to molest a girl. There's a little child there. This is a, Totes adorbs. This is... This is not a place to bring your kids. This is a pedophile uh, recruiting That cat's center. scary. Well, yeah, because inside of it is a child rapist. That's Even the scary, scary part. Yeah, that's the scariest part is you can't see the real scary thing. You think the cat part's bad. Where do you get a load of the dude inside there when he's uh, abducting your kid? Number two, you want to bring your phone with the most recent updates of your favorite social apps. CatCon's just full of one-of-a-kind selfie opportunities like Kitty Kitch. And Regency era Bridgerton, get it? Oh God! The experience of Bridgerton with cats, Bridgerton, by the creative mind behind Cakeland, which I don't even understand. This capture the fun of hashtag cat catcon twenty two, and be sure to follow us on Instagram. Number three, you want to bring a small hairbrush and lip balm or lipstick? Well, that's for sure. You're a lady. Those last-minute touch-ups. Or, <laughs> oh, yeah, a twink. <laughs> My friend Colin saw a pink car the other day, and the license plate uh, was twink. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like wildly embracing it. Good for you, twink. It says, for those last-minute touch-ups to help you look your best when snapping pics with your favorite cats. Like the heroes of the Australian firefighters calendar, they're going to bring their cats. Nathan the Cat Lady, that's going to be one of the celebrities there. Your friend's at this. Like, I don't know if you'd allow him back in your house after that. Then it says, don't forget your wallet. 150 booths of art, fashion, jewelry for you and your cat. Most exhibitors are equipped with credit card readers, but I'd bring cash. Sounds like a goddamn nightmare. But one thing you can't bring to CatCon. What do you think the one thing besides weapons you're not allowed to bring to CatCon? A dog. Your cat. What? What? Or catnip. <laughs> you can't bring cats. cats. That is. Cats aren't allowed at CatCon. Your cats. They'll have some there, but don't bring your goddamn cats. Nobody needs that. We just want freaks and kids. It tells Could me even you more. imagine that mess? Well, it's, it's because it's, pedof- it's brought to you by pedophilia. Come on is down. That, is that a cat food brand? Yeah, pedophilia. It's good. Meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Cats like to eat in alleys. Don't you love alleys, kids? You should hang out in alleys more. So is Chris Hansen going to be hiding behind one of the cat cages or something? Chris Hansen would have a stroke. He'd be so busy arresting people there. <laughs> he takes the head off. He's yeah. in costume. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? He's a masked singer. <laughs> how, how you doing? Hi, Chris. What are you doing? Um, I'm a Pussy Wrangler 69 on Instagram if you're really interested in finding out. <laughs> what did you mean by yeah. this? <laughs> Why did you say, show me all your pussy? <laughs> I want to see that little girl's cat. Why did you say lay down and open its paws? Um, yeah, I'm going to go. Can I go? You're free to leave. And then he's attacked by other guys. It's like, it's like the whole Broadway show just is all cops. Cats cops. But so cat con. Don't bring your cat. You know, nobody wants a room full of cats at cat con. That would be stupid. 
I didn't need. I didn't know cats needed uh, wine coolers and condoms. <laughs> right. Oreo cookies, a Cabbage Patch Kid, and vodka. What was this for? Um, she asked for those things. Yeah, did she? They're cat toys and and catnip. This is cocaine. Oh, what? (laughs) The guy told me it was catnip. Uh, Can I leave? You're free to go. How you doing? I used to love how he would say, how you doing? He'd come around that corner. How you doing? And that guy would look up, oh, you're Chris Hansen from NBC's gonna get me in jail guy. <laughs> Hi, Bone Zone 69. Hey, Chris. <laughs> I've seen your I've show. Seen your show. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm a big fan. I love it. I like, I like when the cops are dressed as bushes, when the guy leaves the house and, wait a sec, is this about to happen to me? You're free to go. Chris Hansen's You're Free to Go is just such an invitation to wait for the bush to tackle this guy. Man dressed in ghillie suit kills pedophile in front yard. Not one guy from that show went to jail. That's the scariest part. Oh, really? Yeah. Because in, in technically in the law, they were talking to somebody over 18. So when it comes to a court of law, it's like, all they have to say is, well, the person at the end was telling me they were 14. So they get like a solicitation charge and everything else. None of them went to jail for Well, don't anything. they always do those stings around here and it's, you know, some cop just, on the other end, but yeah. then they arrest those but guys. But the reason they, yeah, well, they no, they, they put them on the news and they give them like a, a charge. Oh, like the scarlet letter but you have thing. To, and- you have to actually, like you have to knowingly entice a teenager. Like, and if it's a 20-year-old, they're like, well, it was a sting operation, but. Yeah, I thought they were 14, so there's like some other charge. If if it is a 14-year-old and you get hammered, you're in trouble. Hmm. All right. Like it's solicitation of sex with a minor, lewd uh, thoughts and things. If you look at that. Uh, and I think it's easier if they have uh, previous offenses. Or you too. start knocking them around a little yeah. bit when, they, when they've had trouble. But like if you look at that child predator website where they, they red dot them in your neighborhood, there's yeah. a whole app for it. Most of them are in there with like uh, solicitation of a minor. Yeah. Or, you know uh, – in internet stuff but with something they with an assumed minor but yeah all that the reason that show went off the air and it was one of the most successful shows nbc's ever had was because legally it was just a was a waste of time and they could get sued for you know and then what happened to chris hansen didn't he and then he started messing around on the streets with some lady i think he was dry humping some lady and his wife's like get off of her what's going on i'm telling everybody you can go now well you're free to leave he said to his wife and she said the same and then (laughs) <laughs> and then he she does tackled him in the ghillie suit. I think he does inside edition. Yeah, he was walking out of his hose house and Bush attacked him and it was his wife. Well, you're free to leave. Yeah, that was good stuff. But yeah, CatCon is the place where I think majority of the people in the cat outfits know Chris Hansen. They were on his show once. They were guests on the Chris Hansen show. It's like a reunion show. Yeah, yeah it's probably. Hey, I remember Every you're year. From- they call awesome. CatCon. He drove all the way from Southern Florida to Columbus in a day and a half. To mount our 14-year-old model. There's cookies on the table. I just got to get the laundry. <laughs> I'll be down in a second. Grab a Diet Coke. Love Diet Coke. Okay. <laughs> when, when he walks in, yeah. the guy's got a cookie in his <laughs> and he's hand. He's eating the cookie. He's got a Diet Coke. times. <laughs> what? Oh. My favorite ones were the ones that didn't know Chris Hansen. All of a sudden, there's like four cameras in the Chris Hansen in the kitchen. Are you her dad or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm Chris Hansen from NBC. What are you doing here? You know you were talking to a teenager. I was here first, bro. Bro, she's mine. <laughs> I get to help her with her homework. And Hey, you didn't bring any vodka and gummy bears. You're a dick. 
Yeah, it was great. What's in the bag? KY Jelly, Kit Kat, coloring book, tequila. What are you going to do with that? I think I'm going to get that girl upstairs really f- drunk and nail her, but you're wrecking it. Thanks for blocking. blocking and then we're going to color and eat Kit Kats. You read the transcript. You know what I had planned. You drove for 31 hours for this. Yeah. Teen puss, bro. <laughs> like one guy's just blatantly honest about it. That doesn't happen too much. But yeah, CatCon. It's going on in Pasadena this weekend. Next weekend. Whatever. And Brady's friends know about it. I think it's this and next weekend. I think it's a monster. I think it's a big deal. Really? A double weekend? Well, because they're already having reviews of the Nicolas Cage CatCon unbearable weight of Maybe it, yeah. Nicolas Cage's pussy. Sounds like a goddamn I think nightmare. that's what it was called, right? The unbearable weight of Cage pussy. He's got a lot of cats. Oh, I love cats. Baby girl, bring me your pussy. That's a great exhibit. As it is, that I'm mostly surrounded by pussy. Siamese, if you please. Yeah! Eventually, he'll stop by. Meow! Yeah, we'll show up to that. If you've got a check for Nicolas Cage to help him pay off the IRS and the castles he owns, he'll... I'm here for the cast. It's done. It's exaggerated. Oh, my God, he's here. Get a chair or something. I believe there's an exhibit with me, and I'd love to be part of that. Get a a chair and a cat for him. Oh, my God. Let me handle the pussy. Uh, yeah, so everybody's clamoring away about the Suns this week, right? And I'm getting a lot of emails that they're asking us, boys, get on your get on your horses, you proactive type fellas, worker bees, as it were. This is probably the 20th person that's asked that. Now it's uh, Michael Bernier. His uh, his sister Kelly is doing all that work for Lost Her Home Pet Rescue. We have it on our Facebook page. She's doing fundraisers out in Ahwatukee. And uh, it's a yes to pets.org if you're interested. And she's helping out Lost Her Home Pet Rescue, which, by the way, uh, there's a video, and I don't know if it's up right now or not, on our website of me with Maximus the cat. That's this week's pick. The litter Maximus is awesome. Got uh, uh, owner surrender because the, the owners lost everything and had to give up the cat. And it happens all the time. There's a few of those stories in there. Eight years old, perfect cat, like a roommate cat, just hanging out. Loves Nicolas Cage. And then she's like, You want to see what we got yesterday? I'm like, Yeah. It is a box left at their door of eight German Shepherd mix puppies that are a few weeks old, and they're ridiculous. And so the deal is there's no mom. They don't know where the mom of these dogs are, so they've got to figure out. Each puppy's costs uh, go up around seven or 800 bucks to just make sure it, it lives right. without its mom. Yeah, because are, don't, are they that young? Do they still have uh, a formula or something? Well, yeah, like they, got, getting, they can, they can or... work them because a lot of times the you know, mom will just, just find puppies. They can make that work. They bottle yeah. feed them and do all sorts of stuff. But, you know, health concerns, they got to make sure everything's going well. And a couple of them have run into health problems. They, they've, they're going to have like a $6,000 bill to make these dogs stay okay. They've raised like three. You can go to losterhomepetrescue.org uh, and help out if you can. Uh, my buddy's over at. Sunscape yesterday, the uh, doors and windows, I met with Buck and Bud, and they were talking. I told them about it and immediately, hopped on their phone, like, we'll help. Uh, Dean, our friend Dean, she's like, I'll help. Everybody that hears that's like, I'll help. And they see the pictures of them, you can't help but want to just give it. These, they're ridiculous. So check that out. But uh, Kelly Bernier is doing a bunch of stuff for yestopets.org to help Lost Our Home Pet Rescue, and they need it right now. They really do, and they do great work, so help them out. Uh, but he had this idea, uh, along with just about 100 of you, 
that keep asking us to be part of this. It says, when it comes to the Suns franchise and Mercury, here's my plan. Can we turn both teams into a situation like the Green Bay Packers have? The people of the city and surrounding areas own the team through purchase shares and vote on who's in charge of president, uh, sometimes have a vote of confidence on where the leadership's taking the team. The people of Phoenix and surrounding cities and towns across Arizona buy through purchasing shares. It should be easier than ever on the Internet, right? The way the Green Bay Packers work is everybody who owns the team in the city, the city owns them, and they all have a share. And then so then there's like a meeting to say, okay, we've got to elect a president and everything, and the shareholders go in and vote. And they're owned wholly by the fans. And I've responded the same way to everybody. They did that back in like 1930 when it first started. And the Packers probably all they needed to raise was like $500. And they gave away, you know, 50,000 shares at 10 cents a piece. And they're like, here you go. You got all this stuff. I don't know, 1000 bucks, 2000 $3,000 total. So it wouldn't be too hard to get that money all fired up through an entire town. We're talking about, you're asking me, and he's not doing it, but other people have said, Holmberg, rally the troops. Let's start a, a GoFundMe, and we'll own the team as the city. And $2.4 billion through a GoFundMe? I think I, <laughs> think I want to be responsible for it. Oh, we'll give it a try. That would be called a radio stunt. And it would be great if you think about it. If we got, Let's say we get up to like $1.3 billion. We're shy by half. But now we're sitting on a, a 1.3, and then I just ask, can I use that money for good stuff? Instead of buying the Suns and everybody, no, I want my money back if I'm not owning the Suns. So then we, if we could raise. Just like the uh, people that had the money to help the poor families. I don't know anything about that. And they got busted. That. You know, they, they spent it on something else. They raised oh, all this money. I'm not saying I'm going to be corrupt. Oh, I'm saying gotcha. we're not hitting $2.3 billion. Yeah. But if we, we have um, the capabilities of get to a billion, let's say, and miss by half. You just build a dental clinic. No problem. <laughs> build, I'll, build, I'll build a useless dental clinic that someday later they'll say, can we take your name off of this? And then you have to cry outside in Guadalupe. We don't want to put your name on this anymore. You're kind of a scourge to the city, really. Oh, come on, buddy. I've been helping poor kids smile for years. Yeah, you've never made anyone smile. It's time for you to go. You know, nobody shows their teeth when they're frowning and crying, so you're not part of this anymore, Pratt. But, yeah, uh, it's it's... A noble thought. But think of what we could do if, like, you're asking this show and this station to give a run at raising a couple billion to buy the Suns, and I think a lot of people would kick in. When we say that Lost Our Home Pet Rescue needs six grand, it's going to be a struggle. Like, eh, I like them, but I got, you know, bills to pay, inflation, and all that. I get $2 billion. If we were able to raise that, I would immediately spin that after and go, guess what? I have the same budget as the state of Arizona. Uh, coup coming your way. I'm starting. The kind of power that would go to my head and Brady's head probably too. If we had $2 billion sitting in, a, in an account that we were the operators up. Don't ask me to do that. What if we did it? Then you got to think, we own the Suns. Now what? That's a job. You got to elect a guy, make sure he's good in it. Who would we elect? Be voter fraud and everything else. I don't every, want to know. Every Screw single thing. I don't want anything to do with this idea, so please stop asking me. Okay, ask Beth. Beth will do that. That's a radio stunt. Now, if I was serious in thinking we could get a couple billion bucks, yeah, but I would lie to you guys and say we're trying to buy the Suns, and then after I get that billion and a half, I'm like, yeah, we fell short. 
guys mind if I use that billion and a half for some other stuff? Like, you know, we could build an entire new road system and we could put a freeway from here to Vegas or a train, a private train for just me and the people I choose. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a good hefty amount of money. Yeah, it was easier back in the day when the Packers were asked, you know, through the newspaper. Say, local Green Bay uh, citizens, you sure would like to own a piece of a National Football League franchise? And everybody's like, what the hell is a National Football League franchise? For just 10 cents. Yeah, I'm in. And then they got passed We down. battle eight yeah. teams. <laughs> right. We battle four other teams, 13 times a year. <laughs> well, we'll hate those Chicago Bears, that's for sure. And don't count on those normals coming to town and thinking they can push us around. Yeah, that's right. There was a team called the Chicago Normals. <laughs> now they became the Cardinals. Then they became the St. Louis Cardinals. Now they're here. Soon to be the normals again. Right. All right, we love football. Why not some professional football right here in Old Green Bay? All we need from you is one thin dime. Brother, can you spare a dime for football in Green Bay? People are like, ding, ding. Now you got me. We need $2 billion. <laughs> and maybe we'll get the Suns, but I doubt it. Well, can we do that? If I could raise $2 if billion. If we could get everyone in Phoenix to put in 1000 bucks, I'd feel... Right. Everyone in Phoenix, what is that? Let's say four million people put in a thousand dollars. We're wildly shy of it, I think. I don't know. I, is that, yeah, I don't I don't know how math works. Uh, it might be on it. Somebody no, else can do four, that. You'd is have that plenty, right? I think. I think you'd have four billion, right? One thousand times four. One, two, three, one, two, three. That's four million equals four E nine. My calculator says four E nine, which means John Error. Oh, we You're don't screwed. understand, yeah. Nine zeros? So it'd be like forty. We'd have enough, but I don't think we can get everyone in Phoenix to kick in a grant. I think a hundred bucks from everyone in Phoenix would get us to the finish line. But again, I don't understand how math works. So you get the wrong dude for this. Once you get into billions and you start pretending like you know what that means, you're you're lying to yourself. There's like three people in this city total that understand three commas and know how it works. I don't even know how you get there. I know how to add. I know a billion is lots and lots of millions. It's a thousand million, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we need two thousand million. Minimum. And that's probably not gonna do it. Shares of the Packers in nineteen twenty three sold for five bucks a piece. Five dollars each. Yeah. So a dime was light. Mm-hmm. They were asking for bit, they yeah. were asking for a chunk of change yeah. back in the day. And how many did they sell? Uh I love the idea. I think it would be really neat, but it's just, I mean, it's gotten out of hand. It's like, it's not like buying Google shares. It would be, actually, because everybody would have one one millionth of the team and no vote would count, and then you'd have too many cooks in the kitchen. This thing would fall apart. Uh, there's five mil- To date, there's 5,200,000 shares because they're still selling. Five a pop? Yeah. Well, not anymore, but... Now they're like, uh, let's see, in 97, they were sold for 200 each. Should you get dividends and stuff? I guess they get a check in the mail at the end of the year for me to... They're 300 bucks a piece now. Oh, that's not bad. I still wouldn't want to own the Packers. Has 537,000 stockholders. If, 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 that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, it, if you get I don't know how you get the stuff. TV. Do you get the TV revenue? Do they split that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's kind of neat. We, don't, we can't do it. We, uh, so please, as many people that have asked that... And I admire that you think we've got that kind of juice. We do not have that kind of juice. Ask me, Jerry we need Lewis. Two point three million people to throw in a thousand bucks a piece. That's a lot. Is that right? That's what I. Yeah, it's the, I kinda, that's rudimentary Brady math. I asked Google. 
<laughs> and Google said, why are you asking this? This is stupid. You're wasting my time. Google finally said it. You're wasting my time. Go do something else. Wash your ass. There was a thousand shares sold in 1923. That's it. That, that was it. So shares. five grand bought five team. grand. Yep. Five grand got the Packers a yep. squad. That price is, is jumped a touch. Just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. And did they reissue? Yeah, they've been reissuing. Yeah. Uh, you can continue to buy yeah. stocks Look, in it. Jerry Lewis was like the biggest star in the world, and he could pull $60 million a year. And that was amazing. You're asking us to do $2 billion through a radio show locally with me as the head jackass and this guy over here su- sucking down some sort of weird diet Dr. Pepper that's poisoning the both of us. We can do it! I got black and white Brett. You think we're not going to be in Robert Sarver trouble? You, you know what Robert Sarver got fired for? We have Brett. <laughs> hey, Colangelo did it for how long? Come on. <laughs> right. We got this. Right. Back when it was all right to say, you broads need to do a better job in there. <laughs> Come here, tuts. Who wants a raise? Let's see some nips. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. On it. <laughs> oh, great. Black and white Brett, the majority owner's in here. That's right, majority, because guess what I hate? Minorities. Oh! <laughs> now let's see them cans. <laughs> Whip out your cans or you're fired. Black and white, Brett, we need to talk. you got to stop that. <laughs> we raised $2 billion on our little tiny... It's impossible. That would be a Disney movie. Now everybody's throwing their math in. If you did just Phoenix at $4 million, it would be 600 apiece. All right. Here's how we'd have to do that at 600 apiece. Get every single person in Phoenix on the same page with this show. Now, do you think I haven't been trying to do that for 21 years? It's <laughs> no. The best we do is like 15%, and that's massive. Seven million in Arizona takes three hundred from each person. We get everyone in the state to drop three hundred on it. How about this? This is the only now. This is kind of genius of me because it keeps me out of math. We call the governor's office and we say, "How's about you guys give everyone in the state a five hundred dollar tax break?" Because we got money somewhere. We pop that in there, and then the state buys the team, and kicks us all ownership. The whole state. Yeah. So we all get, what, a tax credit or something like that? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. You, like whatever the, whatever the team makes, you get back. Like it would, but they'd tax it again. But, I mean, like after taxes, and they'd kill us on this because we'd get robbed. But we're going to get robbed at 7 billion owners in the first, 7 million owners in the first place. But if you did that, and then they're like, all right, we took $300 from, like we'll all knock our taxes out and lean it towards this, all of us. And then throw it in by the suns, and then sit back and watch the money roll in. <laughs> <laughs> then you still got to dip in right for your season tickets, right? Oh yeah, we're still going to fleece the fans who are all owners, <laughs> like all residents of Arizona aren't involved in that. But we took three hundred dollars and we took it away from schools. Let's be honest; they're not working. Schools aren't working. They keep fire the- up Toledo. Look, again. Ah, screw that crap. We've been talking about It'll them. It'll be schools the same thing time. though. The Suns didn't have a good season, you know. We need to pump more money in them, just right. like you do just with like everything you do the else. Schools. I'm always mad at the schools because, like, Arizona schools came at 48th and this and 49th and that. They need more money. And I'm like, what kind of industry are you running that you get more when you fail? You guys suck. You get less money next year. Well, we can't do a, a better. We're not doing very good with what you got. Well, we need to have more. If you fail again with more, we're taking it all away and then some. I'll give you more once. But if you come in 48th after more, and they just did, everybody gets docked. If we're playing the whole game of like, oh, we came in 48th because we didn't have enough money, and I give you the money you asked for, and you still come in 48th, everyone's fired. 
Your pay goes back to the old way. What am I paying for 48th place for when it was costing me a whole lot less last year? Well, now we need more than more. Anyway, you got me off on that. Let's take away from those public schools. <laughs> that nightmare. Be like Brady. Send your kid to a private school that celebrates the Zulu warrior tribes every couple weeks. Hurrah! Yeah. That way nobody can question anything that's going on in the school. You paid for it. It's like, I paid for this. I get what you pay for. We take $300 out of the school fund from everybody. We raise a couple billion. We, we listen to the liberal cucks scream and yell that teachers don't get paid enough, but everybody owns the sons. Guess what? You'll get a piece. You'll get your money back in sons' ownership fees. Uh, I think it's a great idea. But just think, we get the mercury with that price tag, too. Oh, God. And the first thing I would do as if you guys elected me uh, president and CEO and decision maker is uh, dismantle that. <laughs> I'd like to sell the mercury to New Mexico or something just to get them out of my hair. Uh, they've never made a penny. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna open the books and let you know this is a loss every year. You hate women. No, I hate women playing basketball though. I don't like that. <laughs> I love women. Well, the things I would do to women. You have no idea how much I love women. Robert Sarver's got nothing on me. But what I really hate is uh, watching them play basketball because it's just atrocious. It's an it's an insult to my eyesight. And I just did that. That team doc uh, <laughs> Jay Schwartz helped me see that. Now I see basketball from women clear, and I can't I can't watch it. It's a terrible sport. I'd rather watch Little League Baseball, and that's no good either. Questions? No. We've got to fire our owner again. <laughs> what? It's because I hate uh, – because I'm honest about not liking the WNBA. It's an awful product. Anyway, so I've gotten a lot of people that asked, and I appreciate that you think we've got that kind of juice, but if I could raise $2 billion, I'd have done it already, <laughs> and I wouldn't be here. They'd be searching for me on that. Uh, I believe there's an island that a guy used to like kids. He's no longer with us. And that island's still there, by the way. Available. And it's available. And I would buy that. I went to Google Maps. One of the things I, when I was watching the Epstein stuff was to Google Map that island, and I found it. Stunning. Magic. Paradise. Now he's gone. It's still sitting there. I don't know who owns, who owns it, it now. I don't know. The estate still pays for it. What estate? He didn't have kids. Well, he had kids, but he didn't have his own kids. Who's got it? Could be the... Jislang um, didn't. They froze his assets. No, so... Yeah, I don't know what they, they did. I don't know who's got it. There's no, like, estate flowing. They froze the dude's assets. They took everything. So I don't know who's got it. Maybe the government owns it now, and it's now it's pedophile. Could be. Now, now they're really now. using yeah. it. I don't know. It's a stunner, though. I mean, it's gorgeous. So if I could raise $2 billion, the first thing I'd do is come up with an elaborate lie to fool you guys into handing over the cash. The plane? The $2 billion shows up. I buy my fake plane, or my uh, private plane. I go to my island. I send some literature back on the fake charity that I've created until I get caught, and then I off myself just like Epstein did. Well, you can get the island cheaper. It's listed at 125 mil. What about the Lolita Express? Is <laughs> Does that, that come with the island? Is the sure. runway on that thing? <laughs> I would have the fire festival on that island, I promise. All you got to do is tell me. You'll give me a hundred bucks. All the island is a hundred and twenty-five million. Uh, that's what it says. There's a March, condo for sale in Manhattan for two hundred and fifty million right now. In March of uh, twenty-two, Little Saint James and the neighboring Great Saint James Island were listed at one hundred twenty-five million. That's it. A lawyer for Epstein's uh, estate stated that the money obtained for the sale would go to settle a number of lawsuits. That's what it says. Someone bought it. I would imagine we could that. get to one hundred twenty-five million. Scamming citizens of Phoenix. <laughs> Let's buy the Suns. You guys are right. All you got to do is Venmo me. 
100 bucks each. Totally in on that. Trust me, everything will be on the up and up. Hey, that Holmberg guy robbed us. Yeah, you gave a DJ $200 million. What do you think he's going to do with it? I'm a D student. You think I'm going to be in a I'm not. I'm like Scrooge McDuck. I would go completely blind in that room. You're giving a money addict a pile of cash. Um, that's mine now. <laughs> I don't think we should do this. Oh, great. I've got to kill Brady. <laughs> now I'm a murderer and a money addict. Why don't you take the helicopter over? Yeah. Giving me a, a room full of cash is like, you know. It's like handing heroin to the guys in uh, well, STP. Given anyone. Don't touch this. Yeah. No, but I mean, I'm a money addict. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it, and like it makes me, it changes my, I like it a lot. I get kind of erect, that scene in Breaking Bad when <laughs> they pull that tarp off of that big giant brick of $70 million. I'm like, Jesus, that's sexy. And then, of course, I'm not the only one, because Bill Burr and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lavelle Crawford did snow angels in the pile. I'm like, that's exactly what I would do. And then they said, we should steal this. And they were worried about getting killed. I wouldn't be. I would be doing the killing. I'd go full Walter White on that. Oh, this guy says, I'm from Wisconsin. You get nothing at the shareholders meeting. No money back, no dividends. Shareholders meeting once a year and a piece of paper that says you own one share. Total novelty. What these idiots don't realize is that not all 4 million people in Phoenix are earners. Most of them couldn't afford 600 bucks. That's very true, too. Yeah. If Brady had money, I bet he would take it and open another Porkopolis. Think I trust him with mine? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> people are saying, the listeners, John, this is a terrible idea. You can't even get people to keep Porkopolis open. What kind of <laughs> station are you? It's true. We couldn't even get enough people to go save Brady's restaurant. If Brady's restaurant was Ferris, he'd be dead. <laughs> Anywho, it's a cute idea, but uh, I'm not pulling that radio stunt right now. Are we? Especially if there's no kickback. I'm sure, John Jay will be all over it. Oh yeah, those two knobs would do that. What if we bought sides? Think maybe we should buy the sides. We should buy the sides. And then he'd come back with like this stone head. Free Botox for everybody. <laughs> I think he used that on his. I think he got surgery. Dark has got sons on her. Like my God, that statue's talking. That unfinished statue something's wrong with them they missed a few pieces hey did you get your did you get your hair plugs put in or is it just just having rogue growth <laughs> that's not how hairlines work man anyway keep keep it up i like your ideas i like it all because you know i think we all kind of realized okay good robert sarver's out but now what and toledo's a seattle sonics fan they made a lot of promises yeah. to, the, to the sonics and then t boone came along and said uh-uh these guys are gone yeah. They renovated Key Arena just enough. They wouldn't build them a new one, but they renovated it. Guess what just happened downtown? Renovation. So a great facility, but they all they did was renovate. And if somebody doesn't like the location and they're hell-bent on moving that thing, the new owner can do it. Now the NBA would have to approve it. So I think it's a good idea. To, well, that's they're the not thing. Going the NBA anywhere. was in cahoots. That was Stern's Absolutely. last thing is like, go ahead. Two new can, teams. You can have them. Well, with the Seattle thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was mad at the city of Seattle for not his, funding. That was his walkout thing. Yeah. 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 And – Mr. Pickens, who I believe does he still own the not team? Not T Bone, it was Clay. Uh, oh, that's Clay right, the other, other, I believe, or something like that's that. That's right, yeah. the other billionaire in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, he was just most of Pickens went to OSU. OSU. He bought them a whole new campus and stadium and everything. Yeah, you're right. But either way, that guy and that guy didn't made it super clear. Like when I buy him, I'm moving him. Like, not at first. Well, the city was like, when no, he, we can fix this. When and, he entered into the agreement with Howard Schultz, 
he already knew, like they've they've done a couple of stories on it. So he found a loophole in the lease with the with the arena, oh. and he kept it in his back pocket. And he came out and he said to the city, "Yeah, we're good as long as you do this and this and this." And, and the didn't. city didn't do it, and that was his loophole. So he's like, "All right, I'm out." And they were already building something in Oklahoma. Yeah, because then they play in yep. New Orleans for like a year and then have it all done. Uh, I think they did. did. Yeah, I think, I think their might. first year they had to play somewhere else. Either way. It's out there, but we're never going to own it. So that pipe green that's floating in your head, it's cute. You're a fantasizing fun guy. All I say to you, somebody who thinks this can happen, go in your backyard and pet your unicorn because it's not going to happen. You're just imagining things. And well, what's wrong with my unicorn? Nothing. Nothing at all. If Tom Beatty can pump out four kids, you can have a pretend unicorn in the backyard. And you can also own... Uh, you can also own the suns in your brain. And I can someday be He-Man. It'll be a beautiful thing. I fantasized about that I'd and it didn't that happen. Yeah, almost had that. Uh, so anyway, but thanks for, the, uh, thanks for the thoughts. We're a strong show. I'm proud of what we've accomplished. If we could raise anywhere near a billion dollars, let alone 2.5, Brady and I would be bronze and sitting in some other place laughing hysterically at the rubes who handed us $2 billion and thought we would give it to something. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you just say that Toledo's basketball team left him also? Did his dad own it? <laughs> That's right. I forgot. You have a series of abandonment issues with men. Sean Kemp left you. and I mean, Sean Kemp's left every kid he ever. Did, when know. he found out you were a fan, he left again. The glove, which your dad wished he had, he left. That's true. All your teams have bailed. The Mariners and Seahawks, but Seahawks were packed up. Yeah, Ken they were Barry ready to go. Had them in a truck and ready to go. They were They're in a facility. Yeah, they, they were, were going to L.A. They were Is working that right? out. You remember yep. that? I don't remember I don't that. The fans got wind of it. The NFL had blocked, to tell them they blocked. Go it. home. Yeah, you, they were working out in L.A. They built the facility. What year was that? That was fifteen years ago. Oh, was that long ago? I didn't think it was that long ago. Yeah, that was when Paul Allen bought the team. That was 92? Yeah. And either so they way. For, they forced Ken Baring to hold on to the team for I remember. another year until he sold it. The he trucks, sold it to Paul trucks had all their weight equipment out of Seattle. Everything was yep. gone. They had it in L.A. We're like, we're going to L.A. And nothing yeah, you can about. see the videos. The yeah. fans went to the facility and blocked the semis yeah. from, from From taking more facility. equipment down to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> see, so Toledo's dad tried to get the Seahawks out of there, too, while you were there. By the way, and Jeff Smullian wanted to move the Mariners to Tampa Bay. That's right. So, yeah. Your dad has knocked on every door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. You know what team stayed? The goddamn soccer team. <laughs> yeah, the one you didn't care about. And Storm. Yeah. Hey, not for nothing. Uh, my name's uh, Bob Toledo. and uh, <laughs> Something you guys have to absolutely hate like I do is a huge fan of yours. So I suggest you just run. It is my mission. What are you talking about? Here's a picture of this, no this giant-headed weirdo that I'm just trying to ruin his life from birth to death. <laughs> He's a huge fan of yours. You guys might want to pick up and leave. Sonics are like, ugh, that's one of our fans? Yeah, he's my son. Why don't you talk to him? Well, I would never do that. Take it back. <laughs> the hell you say? So Yeah, I didn't even think of that. You have daddy Sonic issues. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I remember when the Seahawks just started packing up. And everybody yep. said, you can't move. And I'm like, well, screw you. We're doing it. And they got all their equipment down to L.A. He, he tried to do uh, Bob Ursay. He yeah. tried to do it in the middle of the night. He got a couple yeah. of trucks out. And they told the team, go ahead, go down to L.A. and start working. They have pictures of like Seahawks and weight benches in yep. Los Angeles. Like, this is where we work out now. <laughs> like, we live here now. It's like, no, you don't. Not yet. They made so, him, They sent him home. Did the NFL approve it? No. no. Oh, no. he just decided no, no, he's no, going to no. move. That's, Guys that's like, why he had to go back. Yeah. Nothing you can do about it if we just start living there. 
That was that was basically <laughs> hey, what it was. Once we're here, they what were, are you going to yeah, do? Gonna do? All of our stuff's here. We're squatting. Wow. And the NFL got and the fans got. I remember that being like, wow, the Seahawks are that's brave. I don't remember it being that long ago, but yeah, pretty good stuff. Anyway, so everything Toledo loves eventually runs for its life. Wants to be in another city. Toledo's not in. <laughs> were you in Seattle in '92? Oh yeah. <laughs> Were you there when the ninety two is the year we went two and fourteen where yeah, Cortez Kennedy won Defensive Player of the oh, Year? Oh, that's right. <laughs> were the Mariners? Team. When were they going to move? That was later. That was uh, that was well, that was right about then too. When they beat the Yankees in the playoffs, that's what saved the team. Yeah, because ninety four is right. when they were thinking about moving, and they built the stadium. Yep, ninety five, ninety seven yeah. is when they opened yeah. the stadium. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you were there. Oh yeah, yeah. for all of it. Then they found out the you were. 90s. Did they find out you were moving? Was that <laughs> no, about the time you were about to move? All the stability <laughs> happened in 2001 when I left. <laughs> okay, guys, new everybody exhale. Stadium, everybody new, exhale. New baseball stadium. He left. We Husky did it. Stadium got. It's renovated. a go. We it's did a it. go. We shook him. We shook him. It's not true. He's not forever. We want to thank Bob. Uh, Toledo for coming in here and hipping us to the idea that Toledo was a fan of ours. And, uh, it man. only took us three renovations at Key Arena. <laughs> we did it. He's gone. They still know when Toledo visits. All right. He's in town this weekend. <laughs> he's here. All the teams are out yeah. of town. Somebody get COVID fast. Rub up against every doorknob in this city. Gino, I'm looking at you. Anyway, that's hilarious. <laughs> I just got an email from Toledo's dad that said, hey, hey, the Sonics did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with doing that. Whatever makes the boy unhappy. Sorry, it was uh, 96, so you're right. Yeah, it, it was a little that, later. It wasn't right. that early. It was right when they built all the stadiums. and So right around the same time. They so he's moving the, the franchise to Los Angeles where the team would play at Anaheim Stadium. Yeah, they're going to be, the, yeah. Which That's is where the Rams left to go to St. Louis. Great stuff. Anyway. Fun. We're not going to own the Suns, gang. No. Brett, Brett's the only one that went to chance because he's got Colangelo's blood in him. And Colangelo didn't have enough money to buy a team, and he managed it. But you need the mob. You need criminal activity. Give me a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah you, you need – look. We, we get some. No one on the up and up can just come out of nowhere anymore and raise that kind of money. Can't be done. Well, wasn't Jerry just running laundromats and stuff? Yeah. He made a fortune in yeah, Chicago. Look, no, no problem. Jerry Colangelo's story is so un- unbelievable. It's running laundromats the next thing you know he's coaching the bulls and he's the general manager I'm like how did that happen because my dad said i'm going to coach the bulls and i'm also in charge of all the moves now i own the bulls how did that happen you were a lot what are you george jefferson what kind of laundromat are you running well uh, no it it happened when the corporate office is on what 12th street and northern the italian club <laughs> right yeah <laughs> a little son's logo there i guess what we just did accidental <laughs> we own the sons boys yeah, I knew that was going to happen someday. Now let's get back to getting a heavyweight champ on the boards. <laughs> might be a little tougher. Those blacks are huge. <laughs> They're running 260, 265 in the heavyweight ring. seen that gypsy right yeah, now? Yeah, now you got that giant, bald gypsy. <laughs> All the talents coming out of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Pauli, I, was Pauli Malinaggi an Italian? He's an Italian, but he was like a middleweight or a... Okay, might have so been not a heavy super middleweight. <laughs> might have been a welterweight. I don't know. Tiny. Always broke his hands. My thumbs! Right in the middle of every fight. Ow! My thumbs! <laughs> my thumbs. <laughs> Ow! Malinaji's broken his hand again. It's the first punch he threw. Ow! My thumbs! 
Yeah, his, his hands were shattered by the time he was all done fighting. He was a pretty good fighter, though. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Time is running out to get in on the $50 raffle for the $14,000 Santa Cruz e-bike. You can go online, actionrideshop.com, jump in on, and see the bike in person. But uh, 50 bucks, get yourself a pair of gloves, and uh, could walk out with a brand new e-bike. Better still, just hop on that thing and ride it around and tell me you don't want one when you're done. Oh, yeah. The second you're on you're one. definitely be like, buying one. I want one. Are you guys, you're going this weekend. Are you going riding? Uh, didn't you say you were? No. Oh. When last time you went, you didn't go on the e-bikes? No, no, we just did regular bikes. Wasting everybody's time. <laughs> <laughs> so great. On the list, uh, Shinedown, uh, Rob Halford's band Fight, Ghost, uh, Bloodhound Gang, Bad Touch for the Utah Mom, uh, <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age, The Damn yeah. Things, Michael Touch. McDonald making an appearance. Hey. Um, Lindemann, Static X. Danzig, Death, Sabaton, and Typo Negative. Why is Michael list. McDonald on? I don't know. Somebody just threw it in randomly. And it's Michael McDonald. I had to for put that it on the list. For yeah. all of us to do the quartet. <laughs> is this birthday or something? Or they're just baiting us, aren't they? Yeah. I keep forgetting things I'll never break. Oh, that's a great song. Now it's in my head, and I don't, I'm looking at all the other ones, and I, I'm singing Ghost as Michael McDonald. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. That's hard. Although it would be pretty fun to watch Ghost, Michael McDonald front Ghost for like if Tobias got <laughs> sick or something for a little bit, and he just <laughs> he had to go. Below Dominos, Mephistopheles. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't care, Brett. What do you want to go with? Tills, uh, Lady Boy, Static X. Maybe Lindemann's Lady Boy is a good one because of our fascination again with Tom Beatty. Full Tom okay. Beatty. Old Tom Beatty's got four little babies. <laughs> All poured out of his feet. Old Tom Beatty, what you up to? Ovulating. That's strange, Tom Beatty. <laughs> that is a strange man over there. You guys don't happen to have any tampons. I got a heavy flow going. Old Tom Beatty's a bleeding again. <laughs> it's in my beard. <laughs> Old farmer's looking like, what's going on, Tom Beatty? You seem a little moody. It's a dead time of the month, brother. <laughs> Tom Beatty. Poor Not tonight. Tom Beatty's got a headache. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Beatty. <laughs> hey, Tom Beatty's got a problem. What is it, Tom Beatty? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. You acting like a lady, Tom Beatty. It's because I am one. Here's my vagina. It's loose, Tom Beatty. That's because four babies done dumped out of it. Oh, Tom. Man, it's true. Hey, if you don't want to deal with reality, don't send Yetta Gibson to his house to start talking about him. It makes me think about what really happened here. You don't wander around Hiroshima and go, wow, the new buildings are great. <laughs> you take a look at what really happened. I'm a realist. I walk around Hiroshima and look at those shadows on the ground and go, wow. What did they build here, a bank? Yeah, I wish that wasn't here anymore. I wonder what's under that. You don't look at Tom Beatty and think of the future. You look at him and go, ah, the horror. Uh, yeah, let's do a little Lady Boy by Till. It's the German one, right? So we don't have to worry about I don't know. horrific cussing. Is that concert this weekend? Yeah. 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 Rammstein. He doesn't tonight. have a John G is tonight, the first day, first night. And that's tomorrow. why he left, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And you're not going at all. Did you sell your tickets? John G has them. Oh, he took your t- Is he going to yeah. sell them for you? I think so. You're going to send him to East L.A. to sell tickets? Yeah, sweet, I, sweet I gave Gordon. him some hot spots to go to. He's going to get killed. 
you gave them the hot spot. Because if I remember right, and I don't know if they've changed this, selling tickets around USC's campus isn't kosher, so you have to do it outside of the campus. You don't want to be outside of USC's campus. He's probably just going to take two more friends and sit in the seats. Campus is stunning. Everything around it. That's what I hear. Is Maryvale. Stabby. <laughs> Although they do have a cool, uh, couple of cool little restaurants around there. Hey, my man. Hey, what's going on, brother? Yeah, what do you want? See if you want to buy some tickets to a kick-ass German band. <laughs> what do you think the answer to that is? Before I stab you, let me ask you a question. What the f*** are you thinking, you five foot five inch ass out here begging for money? You think I'm not going to give you? You're going to get murdered. I just want to think. Now, of- calm down, brother. I need two thousand cash to wander around Scalper Los Angeles. John Gordon. <laughs> Scalper 2000 John Two thousand cash, if you don't mind. I don't mind wandering around the streets of East La. He's doing that like like 2K. they are in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got four tickets here. Two K. Two K. Who needs tickets? Is there a sizzler around here? Hey, when that little ball lady over there gets her money, stab it. <laughs> hey, I got stabbed a couple of times, Brady. Here's your cut, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Minus the medical. Never again. I'm never scalping for Brady again. That was an error in judgment. Yeah, good idea. Why don't you, the least tough guy on the planet, go stand in East L.A. and try to collect cash? <laughs> He'll call me later on the afternoon. I don't know if I can do this. Now get out there. Suck it up. That was a bad idea, Brady. I'm in the back of a truck blindfolded, and all I hear is Tejano music. I think I'm going south. Brady's like the Dukes trading places. <laughs> get out there and sell. Sell, Mortimer. Sell. Lower the price. Yeah. They fed me raw chicken and I'm in a sandbox. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they said if I don't give them the tickets and the cash, and they want a million dollars. He'll show me a picture of him holding up the newspaper with the date on it. <laughs> right. uh, it's like 12 pounds. <laughs> I think the one thing that would send John G. How'd you lose G. weight so fast? <laughs> they starved me out pretty quick, bro. I think the one thing that would send John G. into a rage is keeping him from a celebrity picture. That's true. <laughs> he's got to hit CatCon while he's over there. Yeah. Pasadena's 20 minutes away. Anyway, uh, let's do it. Uh, it's Till Lindemann, ladyboy, uh, for poor John G. standing out there trying to sell Brady's <laughs> tickets. He doesn't belong there, Brady. This is bad. Him and 20 giant black guys from South Central standing in a corner. Great idea. Send that picture. Have you seen what street scalping looks like? It's the lowest of the low. <laughs> SeatGeeks has taken over, and the worst people on the planet are yep. selling tickets outside right the cream of the now. crop. No, it has. Why didn't you put them on SeatGeek or something? <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. What? I was in the office while yeah. you and Amy were trying to do that. They might as well have just drawn pictures and sent out flyers. <laughs> Brady, I met a man named Debo yeah. today. <laughs> Debo says you owe him money. And one bitch. <laughs> He's going to make you his bottom bitch. He what says. I don't know Knock what that me is. Knock the f out. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Uh, this is a note from Debo. <laughs> Debo. Dear Brady, you bitch, you's be playing the wrong player. Game is mine. You die tomorrow. Uh, Audi five zero zero zero. <laughs> like Brett does address right, right. Three four zero three hundred forty. Well, you tell Debo. You you tell Debo. He's right here. He's on speakerphone. <laughs> and I don't think he pays for this. This is a monthly thing. <laughs> oh nope, he just cracked it in half. I gotta call you back. Anyway, 
<laughs> Great and idea. Would you sell my tickets at East Los Angeles, John? I'll try. I gave him what he needed. How much did you give him? I gave him a burner phone and some cash. What's his cut for this? Is he getting a piece? Oh, yeah. Anything over? Did you give him one of those deals? No, I said 20%. 20% of whatever he sells it yep. for, even if I'd sell it for face. Yeah, yeah he can do whatever. No <laughs> kidding. All right. I wonder, why those, I wonder why you couldn't figure that out. Well, uh, Ticketmaster wouldn't let me put them back on. I don't get it. You did that wrong it. then. Yeah. Did no, I had uh, a couple people Master? look at it to try to uh, list them on there, and I don't know if it was because it was rescheduled twice. And No, I mean, um, then it would be for everybody. I still have the tickets. Yeah, you know, the they're in your wallet. You, you, can, you can resell them. You should be able to. Yep. Yeah, something, something ain't right there. Probably fake tickets. That's probably why. You probably got fleeced in the first place. Yeah, and now John Gordon's going to get shanked yeah. in East LA. Yeah. <laughs> He's out there. Hey. don't work. <laughs> yeah, singing along with Romstein. Mr. Joey, here's my number in case anything goes <laughs> wrong. Yeah, I want to take a photo of me so you know that I'm legit. <laughs> and here's my telephone number, my address, and where I work. Goodbye, soft shell. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> Victoria, yeah. speaker, uh, John Gordon. Somebody, <laughs> you've got mail, you? John. <laughs> this smells like almonds. <laughs> they have he just to sleeping <laughs> in the lobby, <laughs> getting raped by a giant street ticket guy. <laughs> I'm a f- life out of this little bald woman. <laughs> yeah, great, Brady. Good idea. Why don't you just give a crippled kid a gun? Or uh, you know, better yet, just go to the zoo and hand out like AR-15s yeah. to the animals. <laughs> Let's get as he much. He had a chance when he had his long hair. Yeah, yeah. no, he's, he's yeah, yeah. At Romstein, <laughs> the bald, bald guy, guy <laughs> is going to be hanging out with all the blacks in South Central. Yeah, that's going to go over well. I love Romstein. I bet you do, mother. I'm gonna kill you, little so Nazi. So you couldn't. Figure out how to resell them, but you figured out how to get them transferred to John Gordon. Oh, I transferred them all over He's the place, been bouncing the them all over town. To- That's probably why, because they're like, "This guy's doing something." Oh, this, these tickets have like been in forty different wallets. I don't know what's going on. Good luck to you, though. <laughs> all over town, <laughs> shooting those things around like crazy. Did you get your tickets? Give them back. This they'll, is fun. There'll be 16 people for four seats. Yeah. I'm playing Pong with these things. They're everywhere. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back, and this week we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Yeah.